Welcome back to a bunch of unnice teenagers teaching you how to live your life. I'm your host, your personal therapist. Excuse me, Brian Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we all make our own mistakes. And join with We're me. Tired, join with me as always. We're all human. Andrew. Hi, world. I'm not usually who goes next, but Michaela. Uh, uh, J- Jackie and, and my frog, Carl. And I'm Miguel Salazar. And I'm a very fun and strangely appearing guest, Erin Nicole. My uh, wife. Yes, they are both correct. I'm not telling you how. Or why. Anyways, point is, this, this episode will focus purely on us. How we got here. How we know this. And why we're so adamant on helping. And why we're so adamant on why... Everything will be okay. What causes mental health issues? What causes illnesses and disorders? That's what we're getting into today. And what caused us to have these? And just as the cherry on top, we might talk about how to avoid them. Or try to avoid them. Or we might not. And um, just leave you with that. Point is... You gotta watch. Or listen, actually. You gotta listen. The next next episode... Don't worry. The next episode's coping. You're fine. Point is... They had to wait like two or three days. <laughs> we don't know if they had that much time. It's time to begin. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a very serious episode. Kind of like last uh, episode. So all of the episodes should be serious. Yeah, but we keep this one come with a, this one might come with a little bit more of a trigger warning than others, just because this is talking about personal experiences and uh, certain. Issues. Be be warned, be warned. This may trigger a lot of um unhappy memories. We call it that. the emotions. Emotions. Emotions yeah. with emotions with you all and emotions with us. Specifically if we're talking about maybe um there will be I know for a fact um involving some ideas with uh sexual assault, um ideas with her sexual assault harassment. Um if you are sensitive to specifically those, um as we have spoken about self-harm and uh, suicidal thoughts and actions in the past, this one's a little bit newer. So if yeah. anyone's sensitive, they, they should definitely back off from this episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, with all, every single warning out of the way, let's begin. Let's get started. Okay. The first person who will start um, with their causes will be me. I'm the one that talks the most. It's only fitting. I wasn't always this loud. You see, I was used as a tool. Let's not get it twisted. I was used as a legitimate tool. I was taught to be a sissy boy. I was taught to be um, useless, essentially. I was taught to be lower than everybody else. I was a tool to everyone in my family. The only person who wasn't was my father. I was used by my mother a lot. She did a lot of emotional manipulation, mental manipulation, and a a lot of abuse towards every single category, except sexual. That honor goes to my brother. You see, for about three three years of when I started actually making memories, five, six, seven, uh, I was raped. Uh, it was well, as many women can tell you, horrible, utterly awful. Um, this. It's 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 a hard thing to get over, um, and I would I would 
I would think as a woman, it'd be even harder. As Jordan taught, that you're supposed to be sacred, that you're supposed to be um, selective and picky, and you're supposed to pick the one person who will fit you perfectly. When that all gets violated so so early on, what more do you have? Um, to the to these issues, many turn to um, textual-based coping mechanisms. I be addicted to porn. What are you laughing? Great. I used to be addicted to porn. The pornography. It was really bad. Um, not to mention, I used to be uh, addicted to getting to, to getting in my own head, to beating myself up to a bloody pulp. Um, not to mention, um, being used by others was another one of my addictions. If I if I wasn't if throughout the whole day I didn't interact to anyone and tried to at least quote unquote help them. I feel like utter garbage. Um, it it's a lot to deal with these sort of things. Um, throughout the rest of my life, I I had these the, this like very deep inside of me. Um, mo- just like it's no, but seriously, um, I had these things deep deep inside of me. Um, I didn't let a soul know about it. I didn't even let myself know about it. I lied to myself constantly. But it didn't happen. That maybe it was just a dream, this and that and the other. Um, I wouldn't. I did. I didn't know how to deal with it. I just didn't. It weighed on me so much, so, so bad that uh, those memories caused me to have a lot of, caused me to have a lot of a lot of things. Anxiety. Um. Mainly, just a, a big portion just went to anxiety. Um, at this time, I can't remember anything else that was that was really developed during that time. My anxiety, my anxiety helped me beat me myself up, which just which just went into um, self deprecation, um, which that led to depression, that led to, and that just led to thoughts of suicide. It's it's a lot. That's not that's not even that's not even counting the things that my mother did. That's not even counting the things that my entire family would do. I never really thought I had anything when I was growing up. I thought that everything I had and everything that I was was just to be used as a tool and as a way to, for others to benefit off of me. I would, as I was raised, I was never supposed to be the best out of my family. I was supposed to be the one in the dirt, um, picking up the bed crumbs and helping them. And they were never with my time in the first place. Bad coping mechanisms never help. The ones that give you a quick fix are the worst ones, are always the worst ones. Well, yes, they get, well, yes, a lot of times they you can make the argument that they get you into the place to tackle the issue and to help with the issue. It can get it can get really bad, it, and those things always lead to addiction. More m- most likely than not, it's it's hard. It definitely, is hard.
um, I'm gonna relinquish this torch to somebody else. Um, I guess I can go as a fun guy. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, one of the things that fueled my mental illness in, in those really rough times of my life, uh, I was sexually harassed for about a quarter of a year by a student who sat next to me. Obviously, I can't say his name. Um, but having that and feeling as if my right to myself, my right to my body, my right to my thoughts, my right to wanting something was taken away from me uh, is certainly something I feel. I mean, Brian and I uh, were very close, so we, we talked about these things extensively. And both of us agree that, yeah, no, it's it's one of the worst things to when you don't know who you are as a person and it's not it's it's a, it's a result of someone else taking advantage of you that is something i definitely feel for and i definitely understand um it's true bad coping mechanisms will never help i mean i mentioned it in the last one uh i it do self-harming me um i'd often work through things to the point where uh, i essentially destroyed the area where I was cut, where I would um, cut myself, and I would bleed until I passed out, and that is not okay. It's it's definitely, I'm not going to say it's where mental illness starts, but it is definitely a place where mental illness, it is essentially a catalyst for mental illness um, due to the fact that you are only so vulnerable in such a state. Definitely based on the way I've seen it. Um, mental illness, I think we can all agree, uh, comes oftentimes from genetics um, and just people producing different amounts of things like dopamine, serotonin, that sort of thing. Um, some people produce different levels and therefore that's how you can get mental illness. Um, sometimes it's through experience. Uh, you see this constantly with, uh, I think the the biggest example is uh, veterans and PTSD. Um, it normally comes from some form of either genetics, trauma, or a combination thereof. Many people experience it when they're young, and oftentimes this trauma is uh, the result of being different or maybe having difficult circumstances. Those kinds of things will always fuel mental illness. I think that's why mental illness is so difficult to fix, because sometimes it's innate. You know, people are afraid of uh, taking um, medication for it because many people don't recognize it as an illness when there are physical effects to it. Um, people are afraid of that because, you know, touching a body, you know, phys physical pain is a lot more, it's a lot more concrete for people to understand, but, and it's also temporary most of the time with psychological pain it's not really something you you can really fix because it's all in your head but it's not <laughs> it's extremely sensitive and the origins of it just make it so hard to deal with and i get it it's got its pain um i'll pass it on to someone else I actually talked to um, 
Jackie about something like this earlier. Well, this topic specifically, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it on this podcast or not, but I think I will to let it out. Um, That's good. So, it was actually kind of recent. It was um, 2020 November. I uh, started talking to this guy, and um, he was wanting to uh, link up you know, like, get together, and he was asking me, like, if we would do anything, and at first I was like, okay, sure, whatever, and, um, we were getting up to that point, and I got scared, and I decided I didn't want to do it anymore, but, um, he convinced me that I was okay, and it was safe, and, um, that, you know, he kind of manipulated me into giving it up and letting him. And um, after that, I did it with him again, and it kind of made me feel like I had to do sexual things with partners. Like, I had to just go through with it, and that would make them, like, love me. But uh, I realized it's not true that I don't have to do that anymore, and I'm okay. That's, that's, that's okay. Proud of you. That's alright. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that was really good. Thanks. That's, you're okay. Right? It's really hard to speak about it. I mean, for me, for my harassment, uh, it, it took me... It's only really now where I can say that I was sexually harassed. And the same thing goes with Brian. It's only been, uh, what, like, the last two months? Yeah, it's been yeah. about, like, two months ago. We can fully acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot to deal with, so we get it. It's you guys are strong for talking about it. Talking about it is always, like, the gateway to getting help to make, make it feel better, you know? The fact that uh, they're sharing it right now on a podcast that hopefully will be heard by millions of people who also have probably gone through similar things and also want to like know that they're not alone. It's a huge step for like everyone to just be be better, you know? It's 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 a massive step and um to listen to a podcast to listen to a podcast and try to use that to help yourself, um, is you gotta you gotta you gotta get yourself tops for um for at least props for, for for at least trying to help yourself to for at least using your time effectively so that you can genuinely help yourself. You That's know? why we're here. Yep. Remember, even though we're unlicensed, we're your personal therapist. <laughs> we're not here to. Um, we're not here to judge. We're not here to stare at you weirdly. We're just here to talk to you. <laughs> just as just as I, just as I would uh, would have been alienated for being raped by a man and being called less of a man for it here that doesn't matter just as you can be um, alienated and called an object both of you it's okay it's okay things will get better now anyone else want to go? Um, cool. you want to share?
Um, I apologize in advance if I cry. Um, emotions. Um, growing up, growing up, um, I didn't, you know, I had a roof over my head and everything, but there was a lot of family issues that affected me really bad. And ever since I was little, I was like taught to lie about certain things that I didn't feel comfortable about. No, no, it's okay. No, no, you're, you're, you're okay. You're strong, you're strong. You don't apologize for this. Yeah. And growing up, I just felt like I was doing things wrong and I knew that it wasn't right that I was, you know, being taught to lie about the things that I was taught to lie about. And, you know, it just went really bad and it just got into my head and it, I made myself like, you know, the bad person and that I should know better and I shouldn't be doing this. And um, at one point I ended up self-harming uh, and I, I, Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, you don't don't apologize for anything right now. I tried. I tried to go to friends for help, but they didn't. When they saw it, they just said I was fine. They're just scratches. But it didn't feel like that. And um, that went on for a while. And I literally stopped. And I told myself that like I shouldn't do it, it's gonna be fine. But really what really hurt was that, you know, I was taught that my friends would be there for me and the fact that they told me that what I was doing was it was fine. Like there were just scratches, there's nothing wrong with it. And, yeah. And I even had times where even I thought to myself, I didn't cut deep enough for it to be considered self harm. And I'm still trying to, you know, tell myself, like, hey, it's not, like, you did go through that. And, um, it just, it really hurts that I went through that. Um, but, you know, I've had a friend recently that's really helped me through a lot of this. And I'm really, really thankful for them. Like, even if we're not in the same time zone or the same this, they always try their best to be there no matter what. And I'm genuinely, genuinely thankful for that. Um, and they see the amount of like emotional abuse I go through. Um, and I, I feel like um, you know sometimes I tell myself like you know there's other people going, you know worse things than me. Like I shouldn't be feeling like this. Um, but you know I'm trying my best like to you know tell myself hey. What you're going through, I shouldn't invalidate what I'm going through. And um, one of the reasons, you know, I'm people say like I'm like their mom to them <laughs> because I love to take care of them. I love to, you know, if they need something, I'm there for them. Um, and it's just because growing up, I wish, you know, I had that figure. I I wish I had 
Because I did have a mom, you know, I did have a dad. But it didn't really feel like it. And, you know, I know that my parents, you know, they do love me. But I don't think they know um, that what they made me go through and my siblings. Because I know that my siblings went through so much, especially when they were little. Um, it just it just really hurts to even think about it. Um, sorry. Um, I just... Yeah. Um, I just want to be that bigger to somebody else because I know that you know some of my friends they don't have good relationships with their parents either and I just try to treat them like I know that I'm 15 but I try to treat them as like they were mine like they were my own daughter they were my own son my own whatever you know whatever they want to be my own you know thing um and um I uh recently like close to you know relapsing back to self-harm and i'm trying my best not to um but you know it's it's getting close uh but every time it gets really really close and you know i i'm like right there about to do it like i get flashbacks of my friends like that i have now and i know that they they wouldn't want that for me um and I just like stop myself and sometimes I, I pretty much almost went through it uh until like that last second right when I was about to do it I just I dropped it I dropped everything and I was just like no stop it you can't you can't do it again you just you can't you can't go back and I I genuinely do want to go see someone for help, but I'm really scared, oh. like really, really, really scared. Um, especially because my parents are not that great when it comes to mental health. Um, so I don't know how their reactions would be when when they find out, you know, all of this, um, and how I feel. Uh. You know, in sixth grade, I was supposed to go to like this counselor because they found out something about me, but it, I ended up not going for like this specific reason. Um, but now, like, I I really do want help, like, really bad, because it feels like I'm not even gonna make it to my twenties at this point, <laughs> and it's sad to say that, but. You know, I'm, I'm going to try my best, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, no, yeah. That's it's, why we're here. It's okay. That's it's okay it. to cry at this point. Yeah, we're, we're, it's okay. It's okay. No, we all get it. We yeah. all... Your emotions are valid. Yeah. And I think that a big part of why you guys made this podcast is that we want to help the same way you do with being there being that someone that we needed growing up, being that someone we needed, even if it is through a screen, even if it is through just some random audio file, just some kids talking in the studio, somewhere randomly, to all those people listening, that we care, someone cares. And if that is the thing that gets you through the next day, that is enough, because you are enough. 
And you deserve to live another day. You deserve to go on. You deserve to be a person. You deserve to have nice things. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live without fearing that, hey, maybe I won't make it past my 20s. I was the same way. I didn't think I was going to make it past 13. I had a plan. I almost didn't. Uh, I mean, I, I, I had a plan at 20s just to, you know, but it's, 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 that's, that's wrong. That's horrible. And, um, just, just know that's a disservice to yourself. You as a person. You are worth so much more. When, when someone goes through this, through these issues, again, most likely than not, you are more, you are more than what you're worth yourself and you are more than what others worth you. More likely than not, you see it with me. You see it with Aaron. You see it with Michaela. You see it with Jackie. Extremely caring people. What else happening? Extremely caring people. Yeah, if I'm not <laughs> Extremely caring people who want to help, who who have gone through that, and who have gone through the, the issues that everyone has said. That have have gone through the issues that everyone, everyone, um, going through that. What I'm trying to say here, the point is, we're here to help, no matter what. We understand how how it is. We understand how it goes. I mean, hell, Jacqueline, that entire story, um, that. Um, I've never talked well I haven't really talked to someone about this like in me saying this on a podcast no no I, no, no, I fully understand <laughs> well we're honored to <laughs> yeah. the first few <laughs> extremely honored I mean hell you just that that story can baby you can connect that to both of us can't you yeah <laughs> and plus we are your I have personal therapist <laughs> we can be therapists <laughs> to each other hey. I mean what I went through really affected. Like now, when people yell at me, like I get really, really scared. No, no. Last time I say Wagu accidentally, she was playfully yelling at me, so like I started crying. Yeah. Because no. she. Oh no! I, I extremely get it. She, she, she did it today to me, mm-hmm. and I just got anxious as hell. Yeah. Um, point is, we're here to help, and if, and if others would like to speak out, if others would like to speak out at this time. Would you, would you like to? Would you like to share? Um, I don't really have any stories that are like that serious because I'm not really sure if I have a because. I've just, I've never really had to like, okay, I've never really had to like really think about whether or not I have depression or anything until like kind of recently when I'm like, I've, I've like started to think, you know, I've I've been feeling kind of sad lately. I should like Google these. I should start googling like some questions or thoughts that I have, and like a bunch of times, the first Google uh thing that appears is a national helpline, and I'm just sitting here like, oh, had, do I have it or am I developing it or am I no. just going through a phase? And I think you should. If you're thinking the same way I am, you should definitely get it checked out. You should definitely talk to someone, like, and tell someone that, like, maybe you think that you could have that. 
I, but mostly just if you don't want to tell like an adult or like a therapist for some reason, or like just don't want to talk to a therapist because you feel like that's gonna make you like different than like normal. Like while everyone else is in class, you're talking to a therapist, and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's unfair because everyone else is doing work and being a part of class. Meanwhile, I would I would be just sitting there talking about something that probably doesn't even mean anything because i'm not sure but i just think that i'm i just kind of get sad a bit because i i relate to people a lot like i've i've noticed that like whenever someone else is happy around me then i'm also happy because they're happy and if someone is mad around me then i'm also mad and like if someone is sad then i'm also sad which is kind of why my voice is kind of shaky right now because after hearing all of these stories i'm like oh my gosh bro how how do you live with this? You're you're so amazing for actually like speaking out about this. You live like this? <laughs> no, yes. not like that. Not like that. It's more like, bro. You've been carrying this baggage. How strong are you? So like, sort of more like that. Like, I don't mean it in a bad way, but like, like damn. Damn. And that's valid. <laughs> yeah. Your emotions are valid. Yeah. There are a lot of people out here who, you know, when they, like, question it, like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. If you're questioning, just go with your gut. If you feel a certain way, go with your gut, man. <laughs> uh, he's shaking his head. Um, but, you know, go with your gut. It's a lot, and it's something that no one deserves to go through if you do. And if you don't, uh... You're lucky, first of all. Uh, Especially because you're, 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 you're <laughs> uh, if you don't, you're lucky. Um, also, if you don't, have compassion. I feel that one of the main issues today um, is not a lot of people have a lot of compassion. And we talked about this previously, um, but I think it's worth noting right now, talking about our past experiences, we all probably be criticism. If people, if many people, if a large enough group of people hear it, and to that I say, why must you be so willfully ignorant? I'd rather be kind any day than be smart, and that is a value I hold high, and it's important, because they are humans, we are humans. Everyone loves that big, dumb, nice idiot. Anyways. Um, but, anyways. Andrew. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone for sharing. And it really has been insightful because if I'm being honest with you, I have had such a blessed childhood. I had parents that loved me. I had family that was always there for me. And I love that I've gotten to you know come to this podcast because it really has opened my eyes. I've just been so blessed in life and I just, you know, never really noticed it. So getting to come here, getting to see what y'all are going on, and y'all are just so awesome and brave for sharing these things and acknowledging it and, you know. That's exactly. Not just hiding it, putting it past yourself and not pretending it didn't That is such a better way to put it than, like, wow, you've lived with this. That is such (laughs) a You live like this? (laughs) I'm so sorry for my entire section of the the podcast. (laughs) What what Andrew said is 
That's what you're trying to say. What do you say? That's what I was trying to say. I do not have the intellect that Andrew has. You're fine. You're smart. You're 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 smart. 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 You guys are sweeties. I'm just so happy that I got to come here and just hear what you guys had to say. And it really has, like, it has allowed me to, you know, see what happens outside of me. Because I, you know, in the past, I've been kind of self-centered, been worried about, oh, I'm number one, I'm this, I'm that. But I've been closed-minded. I haven't been open. I haven't got to see what others go through. And I've been closed in my own little world at home with my parents and my sister and my grandma. Just kind of doing whatever I want, being happy, whatever. But I have not acknowledged that there are people out there who don't have the life that I have. And I'm glad that I'm here. And I can finally see, acknowledge that. And and forward, I wish to help others. I wish to share what I have. And I wish to overall make the better place. So... No baggage whatsoever. You lucky. 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 Shrek. Jesus. My God. Like, I'm just think, thinking like, oh, you know, oh no, I didn't get the color of ice cream I wanted. Oh, so I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But, like, people have it. Like, oh my God. I feel like I can relate. Huh? I literally ignore it. But it's, um, it kind of relates to Jackie. But, um, I've blocked out most of my childhood because of my mom. (gasps) She, after my dad died, which he died when I was really young, I don't remember him very well. I have, like, one really, like, blurry memory of him. But, um, growing up with my mom, I never really talked to her other than her yelling at me. And emotionally manipulating me and my brother to think I was a bad guy when I was four. Uh, Most of the time throughout my life, she would be sitting on the couch watching TV, ignoring me, and smoking a cigarette. And, but when she wasn't, she would be weird. You know, she never cooked dinner for me. She never cooked a meal for me when I was little. My brother had to take care of me. And, um. She wonders why I have, like, things against her, but I love her. She's my mom, but she's... Yeah, and then with my brother, he's given me this idolization of suicide and depression because he's talked about it almost my whole life, and he's almost threatened me. He would kill himself if I did something wrong in school. All that. He's recently gotten through things. He's gotten better. As I've mentioned in the first episode, I believe, he he got help. So he hasn't been talking about that. And he's even mentioned to me that he regrets being that way with me, talking about those things and giving me those that type of thinking, you know? <sighs> no, of course. No, mom, m- mommy issues. <laughs> yeah, mommy yeah. issues. And then yeah. also, no, don't, don't forget her. Don't forget her. <laughs> yeah, mommy issues. The fact that I yes. haven't grown up with a father figure that adds on to it. I, uh, I almost treat my brother as my father figure, and I just said what he's talked to me about, and it's been weird. I cry whenever I see a happy family with like a daughter and father moment. 
I'm like, oh, to be you. Yeah. Oh, to be you. No, no, we completely get it. Um, honestly, uh, I, me growing up wasn't really me growing up. Me growing up was not my father raising me. It wasn't my mother raising me. It wasn't anybody raising me. I raised myself. It's, it'd be a complete disservice to myself to say that my mom or my dad did something for me. They didn't. My dad had to work a lot. That's completely understandable. My mother hated my godfather. She hated me. It's, it's obvious that, uh, on how she raised me. She tried to raise me like a tool, and I raised myself to be something more than that. And well, yes, me raising myself brought a lot of issues. Well, yes, me raising myself made me a bit... A bit more idiotic. A bit more idiotic. <laughs> it, it's still better than being raised by two who don't understand the world. Yes, familial issues are a lot. And yes, they cause so much. You feel hopeless for most of your life and you don't know what to do about it since you don't have a support system. But it's gonna get better. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about my brother because he's the one who raised me. He's tried to protect me from everything, and he's tried to teach me, like, how to deal with my mother and how to live with her. Because he he's um ten years older than me. He's gone through it all. He's gone through worse with that. She used to drink with him, well, not with him, but like when he was little, he she used to drink and. It was way worse for him, so um, he's he he's taught me everything, and I gotta credit to him for that. Right. Um. Yes. Um. It's it, it's a lot. It's it's a lot to not to not be raised with a good family. Um. I mean, you see, you see it with four of us. We've gone through so much, and because we don't have a that good support system those loving and caring people that we see all the time made, I guess, hard. So hard. But we still made it through. Mm-hmm. We still... We still checked on. We still checked on. And we still are better than before. I'm sorry. There's, there's a human. Anyways, <laughs> point, point is, we're, we're still, we're still here, and we're greater than before. Your listeners, you all are still here. And the fact that you clicked on this, and the fact that you're still listening, it's not because of us. No, no, no okay, okay, it, it might be a little bit because of, no. It's not because of us. We just hope to be of help. You're better than before. You will get through this. Like Things will get better. But we are representations of that. I said it before and I'll say it again because I really like this quote. <laughs> Where there is shadow, there must also be light. As I said before, <laughs> I'm Lego Ninjago. Very good too. <laughs> I love Lego yeah. and Jago. Anyways, <laughs> any yeah. any 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 more things to say? Huh? I kinda no. I think I said enough. I mean, my uh, lit- well, my head literally you know, hurts right now. Listening to all these stories, wait, like wait. I said before, uh, I don't really like 
relate to some of them, and I feel like, like, like Andrew said, I'm not gonna try to like say what I said again. But uh, another thing, I always sort of felt that like maybe I'm like being selfish, because there are people in like such, like in a way worse place, and meanwhile I'm in a better one. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel kind of like, like I've sort of pampered, I guess, but, like, but, uh, you know. Privilege is what you feel. There are people that are, like, in a way worse spot, and I sort of feel like maybe, like, I don't really, like, I shouldn't, like, be this glad that I'm better, sort of. I, I don't really know how to say it. I just sort of feel, like, you feel, I get what you feel. You don't, yeah. Like, you, feel, you, you feel like I should Yeah, for, like, for awful fitting. for, like, just being born in, like, a better situation. No, yeah, no, I, I completely get it. I was the exact same way, which is why I didn't get help for a lot of for a lot of my life. Um, that's just... And that's all right. Yeah, of course. That's just... That's that's completely okay, actually. That's even more than okay. That's just empathy. I also sort of felt like I had to be the, the best in classes and stuff. Like, I remember one time that a teacher, like, lowered... Do you guys remember, like, having stickers... <laughs> like you, I got a green one, a yellow one, and a red one, or an orange one, or like whichever. Uh, I remember one time I got lowered from a green to a yellow, and I cried <laughs> for the rest of the day. Aww, and it was funny. it wasn't even for anything that bad. It was like because I like I I wasn't like quiet enough or something because I was talking too much with my friends or something, and they lowered it from like a green to a yellow, like not all the way to red. I'm pretty sure they also had like orange or blue or like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't just like. It wasn't green, yellow, red, like a stop sign. It was, like, way more. Probably, like, five. Like and I was lowered. Traffic light. A traffic light. Ah, I, I cannot speak when I'm like, venting. I remember uh, that. And, um, but for me, what I did, we had to stand in a line. And right next behind us was the, like, restroom. And I, I fell. I fell back into the boys' restroom. And they made me go from green to red. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Oh, nice no, I remember those. <laughs> we used to have like this chart, and it's like, okay, you start on ready to learn, then there's like good, oh, then yes, straight, yeah. and there's like star yeah. student. Yeah. So I was on ready I, to learn. I always strive for the star, uh-huh. which, I, which is sort of like a thing that I've sort of tried to keep up with. Like I've always, like in elementary school, I was always the kid that would try to go above and beyond, like trying to, like standing on top of the Empire State Building and reaching for the flipping, like, like stars kind of kid <laughs> of course but then also uh it, but i also wasn't like a total jerk i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm not like i wasn't that kind of kid that just like like oh, hey, you weren't? Can you help me with homework uh no i i'm busy with mine i would always like help others oh, so oh. just remember try to help others true sure. um, that's a lesson well i think we've gone a little too far in our rambling yeah yeah, yeah we think... have been if you're still listening if wow. you're still listening, wow, you are a champ. Just welcome, welcome to the welcome to the other side of the world, where um, um, essentially one, two, three, four, five, six high schoolers try to school you on being a high schooler. Freshmen, 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 well, and one well, sophomore. One's a sophomore. Freshman one's and a one sophomore. sophomore. Yeah. But but try to teach you how to live your life. Yes. Not really. Feel mad. Feel mad. Yes. Mad. <laughs> no, mad. Really. Point is. We thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And we don't. We need to make sure that you know you're not alone throughout anything. 
We're all and, uh, here. You'll be okay. This show is and you possible are thanks to viewers here. like you. Thank you. PBS kids. Anyways. PBS kids right there, man. My childhood. Welcome. Welcome to the other side of the world. Alright, well. Um, this has been enlightening as a podcast yeah. for all of us. Can we put the teacher to hear this? Papa. Yeah, like Mr. Argus, he was like, why are y'all so like, I know. Actually, yeah. she literally okay. saw me okay. crying. Uh, okay, and she was you know what? About, and she was you know what? Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up right now. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up right now. Right now. Right now. Come here, pop up. Come here, pop up. I'm not really a hugging person, but okay. Virtual hug. Come here. Come here. All our listeners, we are giving you a hug right now. Come here. All of our listeners, we're giving you a hug right now. There you go. We're just giving you a hug right now. The point is, we all popped off. <laughs> Just like, seriously. We all got a victory seriously. royale seriously. in our own ways. I really cried well, a lot. Yeah, me too. Y'all heard me Thank cry. you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Even though this is school. Good night. Good morning. Good day. Good afternoon. Good, day. good, afternoon. good, day. good day. Wherever you are. Good Thank luck. you for Have listening. Have a good one.